0: Welcome into to the SCTM Preps Podcast. I'm Chandler Morrison, and Chris Goffield will join us shortly. Uh, he'll be talking to the coaches in the 1A state title game. Speaking of which, it is the Saturday. Repeat, the Saturday of the state championship, and Whitwell continues their title, their quest for a title, against Cornersville in the 1A state championship, at 11 a.m. Central, 12 p.m. Eastern Time. It's going to be a great matchup. By the way, you can follow us on Facebook, where you're probably watching this video. You can watch this video on Facebook of this podcast. You can follow us on iTunes, uh, on SoundCloud, and on podcast.com. Be sure if you go on iTunes to subscribe, rate, and review, and also on the Facebook page to rate and review as well. If you like what you hear, please go rate and review. And And also go tell your friends. When we throw out that stat or that quote, or go tell your friends, all right. That this is the SETM Press Podcast. We'll talk to both coaches in the 1A state title game as Whitwell gets ready to take on Cornersville in Cookville today. Here's Chris Goforth talking to head coach for Whitwell, Randall Bolden.
1: Have you ever been either as a player or as a coach? Have you ever been involved? In a state championship game? Uh, no. No, I have not. First time. How does it feel for the first time?
2: Yeah, it feels good. Um, again, we are
1: we don't have time to sit back and reminisce. We're, we're, we're focusing on this game. Two games in a row now that have come down to the final play. If it happens a third time in a row, is there any doubt in your mind about your guys and their ability to pull it out in the end? Well, I always
2: have faith in our kids. It's been like that all year. That's why we take our chances and, uh, and gamble a little bit, so to speak, because we always have faith in our kids. So, um, hopefully it don't come down to that, but if it does, uh, we'll see if we can't dial one up and they can't execute it.
1: Let's, uh, let's go back to last week for a second. Why kick the field goal? Well, we're, we're in a situation where we really don't have a choice. Uh, we felt like the field goal would have been a
2: better opportunity for us than to try to go for it because you almost certainly have to throw for it. From that distance, so uh, with Warner kind of gimped up, we felt like might as well, you know, give her, give her a kicker a chance. He looked he better in practice leading up to the uh, to the game. We've got some stuff corrected, so we felt like um,
1: we'd give him a chance to to see what he could do. That last drive, and, and again, I'm, I haven't been able to go back and you know dissect it maybe the, quite the way you have, but. Just with the naked eye watching it in real time, that last drive to get in position—that was a thing of beauty by your kids to execute in the hurry up, get lined up to be able to get the ball spike to stop the clock in time.
2: Uh, certainly, I mean it's something we practice. Um, it, it goes down to now. Now the play calling was a little different because they went prevent, so we knew we were going to run it a couple of times. To see if we can't bust some big runs, so, so we called a couple of run plays. We busted it, and our kids knew we were in hurry up, kill mode. So as soon as, no matter what happened, we we're lining up and spiking it. So um, that way we saved our timeouts. So I think we have one left. Um, we didn't have to use it, fortunately. We got down to a point to where we could we could spike it uh, on the two runs that we made, and uh, lined us up for the field goal. The rest is history. What did you say to Evan before he went out to kick it? I just told him to keep his head down. Uh, just you know, we, we worked really hard with Evan. Um, actually, throughout the playoffs, just just preparing him because and the blocking up front. We've had 18 extra points blocked this year, missed or blocked. So we, we worked really really hard with the special teams group and with Evan. Just uh, and a lot of it's not Evan's fault, but just you know going through his progression, making sure he's keeping his head down and just kicking the ball. And as he walked out there, I just after they asked him the first time and he came back, I was like, man, I said just just keep your head down, make sure you
1: kick it good, and I said I promise you it'll go in. And it did. Randall Bolden is the head football coach of the Whitwell Tigers. They play for the state championship for the first time in school history. Kickoff coming up at the top of the hour. Everybody wants to know the condition of, of Warner Ashworth. I want to go back to last week for a second first. How bad was that ankle when he when he came off?
2: Uh, he was made up pretty good. It was a high ankle sprain. Um, if you've ever had one, you know, it's, it's very frustrating, irritating, because you can't put weight on your leg. So and, and Warner did a good job of battling back and coming in and, and getting some more reps in uh, throughout the night. Um he just he just was himself. He couldn't plant a throw um because it was on his right leg and every time he put pressure on that leg it felt like he was just gonna give out on him. So um he came in, he kept battling, he, he uh made some some really good runs for us actually on, on one of those drives to, to keep the drive alive. And and he's a competitor, man, he's a warrior. So he got out there and battled and did what he could do. Uh, we had others step up in his absence and, and was able to lead us. So the big question is, is, is he a go for today? <laughs> he's had a really good week of practice. Um, you
1: could, he's done a lot of rehab on his leg. Really good week of practice. He doesn't look gimped at all, so he should be 100% come tomorrow. You're now 15 games into the season. Everybody's got nicks and bruises. How healthy do you feel like your football team is right now? Actually, I feel like we're healthier now than we were uh, to start the playoffs.
2: So I feel really good about our team as far as health-wise. We've had a really good week of practice, everyone
1: flying around, running full speed. So I like where we're at right now health-wise. This group has been pretty focused uh, all year long, especially this group of seniors. I mean, they have looked dialed in since August. Did you notice anything different in the intensity with practice this week? Has it been turned up a notch or two, or is it kind of business as normal?
2: Uh, Maybe turned up a little bit. I mean, there's so much energy buzzing around town right now that are, their kids are kind of feeding us of it. So practice has been really crisp. Uh, they've been flying around, um, asking a lot of questions, making sure they
1: got everything down pat, watching a lot of films. So it's been a really good
2: week of practice.
1: Is there a position group for you guys that you feel coming into today that, that you feel is key in this game?
2: Well, we're certainly going to do what we do. I mean, we're going to try to run our offense and, and make them get us out of it. I feel like uh, the second South Pittsburgh game and the, the Greenback game, honestly, one or going down. It, it kind of forced us out of, our, out of our system a little bit. So we had to go to kind of a wildcat-type package. And that's certainly built into our offense. But we feel like if we can just stay within ourselves and play
1: our game, um, then we'll be just fine. Cornersville's defense, they've been really, really good. When you watch them play, can you describe what they do and, and what makes them so good?
2: There's physical. They got a good defensive line. Their safeties play downhill. Linebackers go to the football. So they're just just a the physical. They're well coached. They're very disciplined. And anytime you get those type of defenses, you're going to have success. Actually, I see
1: a lot of of us and them. They bring back a lot of kids that played in this game a year ago um, and lost to Greenback. Is that an advantage for them at all, having been there and and been through this before? You no, I, I really don't know. Um, this is something that, that I've mentioned before. I and mean, I certainly
2: tell our kids that um, experience is good, don't get me wrong. But at the end of the day, you're still going to have to line up and play a football game. So it really doesn't matter what you've done to that point. I mean, I, I, we're certainly not going to, you know, let them have it because they've been here before. And they're certainly not going to let us have it because we beat Greenback. So it, it all depends on, on how, how you're playing out right there in that moment. So that, that, that's our goal is keep our kids in the moment. And nothing really matters what happened leading up to this game. only thing that matters is how you perform in this game.
1: They've got a couple of kids that are four-year starters in the backfield. Um, you you kind of have some of the same. You've got a lot of kids that have, are kind of three- and four-year starters for you as well. They've got two uh, in their backfield that are uh, really, really talented kids. What stands out when you watch Cornersville on offense?
2: Well, oh, they got a good offensive line.
1: And they got two running backs that can run, run it with the best of them. I mean, they can tilt
2: the rock. Um, they, they don't put it on the ground. They hold on to it. They don't turn the ball over. They run their system. And uh, they make they play really good defense. And I mean, that's the style of a team they are, is just, you know, control the football. Um, of course, they've had a
1: lot of big plays this year with those running backs in the same and going. But they take care of the football and play sound defense. Have you given any thought yet at all as to – what a state championship would mean to the alumni to the, the the community itself if if you guys get it done today
2: yeah i thought about it um try not to because i mean obviously my focus is is on this game but you, you can't help but to think about um you know the opportunity to win a state championship Just that in of itself it is special to me it's special to our kids it's special to our community now getting there is one thing winning gets another and we, that's kind of been the message to our kids as well. So we're here. Um, we, we want to take
1: advantage of the opportunity, and we have to uh, have to play a good ball game. You went up early. Uh, you went up uh, kind of a day early, a day and a half early maybe, uh, going to Cookville uh, on Thursday night. Did you feel like this was – was it important maybe to kind of get away, to get the focus just on football for, for a day or so? Oh, you nailed it. That's it. that's exactly right.
2: Um, that that was my idea of doing this. Is we were going to come up uh, Friday morning, um, so we, we definitely wanted the community to be able to see us to leave because we knew it was special to them. But it also allowed us to spend some extra time with the kids and, and get their minds uh, focused on football. I know where they're going to be tonight. I don't have to worry about where they're going to be. I know where they're going to be tomorrow night, so I, I don't have to worry about what they're doing. Not saying that they would be out doing something, but they're, I know their minds will be focused on football because they'll be with us. We'll, we'll be talking
1: about we're doing some films, last minute film study, and uh, we'll wake up uh, Saturday morning and, and head over. Coach, good luck, man. Best of luck to you guys today, and uh, hopefully we're, uh, next time we talk, it's it's over a uh, state championship celebration. That sounds really good. Coach, thank you. Appreciate it, Chris. That
0: was Head Coach Randall Bolden with our co-host on the show, Chris Goforth he and his Tigers will take on Cornersville in the state title game for Class 1A. And Chris also sat down to talk with Gerard Randolph, the head coach of the Bulldogs for Cornersville.
1: Well, Coach, you're you're 14 games into this season now. I think everybody's a little nicked up at at some point. Um, How healthy are you guys coming into today?
3: Um, We're we're, we're pretty healthy. I know back – this time last year, we we were we were really banged up, had several guys hurt. But uh, this year, I think we're in a lot better shape than we were last year. Uh, you were right. You know, some guys do have the bumps and bruises, but as far as uh, everybody uh, suiting up and 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 hopefully being effective, I I, I think we're good with that right
1: there. Eli Woodard is a four-year starter on on both sides of the ball for you guys. What does he mean to your football team?
3: Uh, I tell you, um, he's a a great asset to our team as far as a football player and just an awesome young man. Um, uh, He has started for the last four years, as several of them have, he, uh, he's a gamer. He loves to play the game. Um, I'll tell you, he I'm, I'm really glad he's a part of the Bulldog football program. Uh, re- re- really smart on the football field. And uh, he just plays the game the way it's uh, meant to be played, and that's, that's uh, at a high level at all the time.
1: You guys are similar to Whitwell in the fact that it feels like you have a whole bunch of seniors that have contributed since they were – Sophomores, if not freshmen, in a lot of cases, is that pretty accurate? Was this a was this a senior class that you know you guys in the Cornersville community have been pointing to and saying, "Man, watch out when these guys are in eleventh and twelfth grade because they're gonna they're gonna be tough to handle."
3: Uh, yes, sir, you're exactly right. Uh, I tell you, um, when I took the job, it was these guys freshman year, and uh, I started eight of them, eight of them as freshmen on each side of the ball. And uh, they played a lot of football. This community, they've been watching these guys since they were in the youth league. And uh, they felt like if, if they could um, stay together and uh, continue to grow and, and buy into what their coaches were telling them, that they felt like that could be a really
1: special group. Gerald Randolph, he's the head football coach at Cornersville, and he's kind enough to give us a few minutes in advance of the Blue Cross Bowl and the Class 1A State Championship. Cameron Whitaker, coach, is, is another name that people are going to know. He's had a tremendous season for you. Where's the strength in his game? Because he's another guy that plays offense and defense for you. Is he better on one side of the ball than the other?
3: Uh, I think he uh, he brings a lot to the table on each side of the ball, and um, and I'll, I'll tell you his his best attribute may be a special teams. He 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 has made some really spectacular plays uh, during the special teams, and uh, he's an all around player. Uh, does well for us running the ball, and um, he's a safety force and uh, does a good job of running alleys, and, um, and he's just a really good football player. And he's another one that, uh, that we, we're very happy to have on our ball club, and um, he plays at a high level and uh, comes out and, and, and just does everything that we ask him to do as a football player.
1: Now, do you still call the defensive signals?
3: I do not uh i've I actually took over the offense this year um my assistant coach uh Elliot Cook, who's uh been with me the last couple of years, but also coached with me. Uh, when we were at Marshall County in this defense and um
1: he knows it uh,
3: just as well as I do. So uh Elliot Cook is calling my defense for me.
1: Your defensive numbers this year have been fantastic. Do your guys that play offense do they feel uh, maybe a little overshadowed by the, the way this defense is played?
3: Uh I tell you what, they all play both sides of the ball. So I, I don't think that's that's the case. Um the guys know uh, we stressed that um if if we can hold uh, teams to minimal amount of yards and, and minimal scores that uh we give ourselves a really good chance of winning the ballgame. So uh I don't think it's any overshadowing. Uh the guys just like, we go out and we just try to play for each other and, and try to do the best job that we can.
1: Is there a number you guys want to try to hold opponents to? Is it a total offense? Is it a number of rushing yards? Is there, is there that type of goal for you guys every week?
3: Honestly, I'll tell you, the guys they talk about it uh, quite a bit, but I'm gonna be honest with you. If we can be one point more than the team across from us at the end of the game, that, that's 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 what I care about. And uh, we do want to play sound defense. Um, you know, defense wins championships, and we we really want to be good at defense. But uh, now at this juncture of the season, you you want to be one point more than that than the team across from you.
1: Gerald Randolph, he's the head football coach at Cornersville, as uh, he's given us a little bit of time here. Whitwell and Cornersville, with a kickoff coming up at the top of the hour. Who stands out for you on this defense? Because the, the 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 defensive statistics you guys put up are staggering. Who individually stands out on that side of the ball?
3: Well, uh, our linebackers have been playing really well for us. Uh, CJ Coble. Uh, he's our Mike backer and Tree Warren is our, our wheel backer. Uh, in our defense, we, we, we're gap assignment defense and, and, um, we, we try to play our gaps, play our responsibilities and, um, and we, I think we've done a pretty good job of that, uh, for the most part this year. And, um, those two guys have been playing well for us. Uh, Devin Bowser, the defensive end for us, has, has really played well this year. Um, just, just a culmination of guys that have played team ball, um, and and we expect guys to do their job. If, if every guy on that defense will do their job and do it to a high level, then we feel pretty good. Uh, but it's just a culmination of guys that have uh, done well this year.
1: You've played in this game before. Your kids know what to expect. Do you feel like that's an advantage?
3: Um, I, I feel like, um, that, yes, we, we have been here before, um, didn't go so well for us last year, but we, we, I hope the big stage, uh, we're okay with that now. Cause I, I, I really do think that, um, you know, we had some guys that maybe got big eyes last year and, um, but you know, like you said, we've been here before and, and hopefully the guys will come in and be comfortable and, um, and we're going to do our part as coaches to make them understand that, hey, it's another ball game, just a lot more seats. And um, so we're, we're going to go in and just just play our brand of football.
1: When you put in the tape and, or you turn on the computer to watch uh, Whitwell, what stands out the most? What, what do you see when you when you watch them play? I
3: see a ton of athletes, a ton of athletes at the skill positions for them. Very big up front, physical football team that plays really hard. Um, uh, they're well coached, I think, um, and, and they get after it. And some of those things you, you you really can't teach. It's just the effort and things like that that they bring to the table. And uh, they're impressive. They're very impressive. And um, we know that we're, we're going to have to play uh, – a really good game, almost flawless game probably to uh, be able to compete and, and, and keep this game, uh, you know, at a, at a competitive rate. So, uh, but just, just a ton of athletes, the petty kid, uh, great football player uh, Wingo Ashworth. They all, they're all really good football players and defensively um, the Roberts kid, he, he does a great job on defense at at linebacker and, they're they they sound they're sound and uh, they got a very good football team
1: over there. Coach, you're fourteen and zero. You're playing for a state championship. You guys again, impressive numbers. It's hard to to not want to talk about your your defense with with the way those guys have played this year. But as you sit back and look at it now, what's the strength of your football team? If you had to narrow it down to just one thing, what's the one thing that makes Cornersville fourteen and zero and playing for a state title?
3: It's, it's defense. It's, uh, I mean, you, you're exactly right. It's defense. Guys have done a great job. Uh, they've been playing in this scheme for four years, and uh, I get I get asked that question a lot. What's the difference? You know, coach. I, I said maturation. Guys have matured. They've been in it for four years, and 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 they understand what they're supposed to do. And and I'm gonna tell you, these guys they really like playing with each other. So uh, that's that's a big deal. And um, they and we we preach playing fast, physical, and aggressive on defense, and and they've done a, a pretty good job of it this year.
1: Coach, appreciate the time, man. Thanks for uh, thanks for giving us a few minutes, and best of luck to your guys today.
3: Thank you, sir, and I appreciate you.
0: And that was Head Coach Gerard Randolph from Cornersville. His Bulldogs will take on the Whitwell Tigers in the Class One A State Title Game. I'm Chandler Morrison. We've had Chris Goldforce talking to both coaches in the 1A state title game. This has been SCTM Preps Podcast, your place for high school football in Chattanooga. Again, you can follow us on iTunes. You can subscribe there. You can follow us on Facebook, on podcast.com, and on SoundCloud. Be sure if you go on iTunes to rate and review the podcast so we know how we're doing or we know this is just a bunch of trash. Anyways, I've been Chandler Morrison. This is the SETM Press Podcast. And hopefully we'll see you after a weekend of great championship football as the Whitwell Tigers look to hoist the state championship trophy in Cookville this weekend.